previously on Attempted Adventure. Welcome to the Forgotten Temple. Hello, uh, I am Morgana. It looks like it's time for your first mission. Why the fuck are we in the desert? Some people have reported seeing a giant stone beast. Supposedly there was an attack not too far from here. I should be able to punch a rock. And from the stone in front of you appears a stone creature. Oh shit, it's Maurice! <laughs> no, it's choking him. I'm gonna run up in there and try to grab Maurice and maybe also the gauntlet. Ooh. I hold out the bronze gauntlet as if for a high five. She high fives it. Yes! Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Not Maurice. Maurice is starting to wake up over your shoulder now. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, what the hell just happened? We saved you. Saved your ass, science bitch. He says, whose ass am I looking at? It's mine. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize you were down there. He's looking at mine, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I put him down. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. He kind of shakes his head and then rubs his eyes and he says... Did you guys save me from that thing? Yeah. Hell yeah, we did. Oh my gosh. Uh, look at us. So what much. was it? Any ideas? I have no idea. I Dr. was Doctor Archaeologist. I was I was just traveling with Fonty trying to take some samples and it got dark before we knew it and, and something grabbed me and I was separated from her and I've been struggling for air ever since. Yeah, how hurt is he? Uh, oh yeah, he's pretty hurt. Should he's, we? Should I heal him? He's definitely bloodied. You don't have to waste a spell on him. He's an NPC. All right, fair. Thank you for metagaming um, that for me. He says, do, do you guys know where Fonty is? Have you seen her? Did you? Were you able to find her? We flew her off to safety before everything started. Where is she? Is that your tent, brah? He My says, bed. well, I, I, I need to see her. I need her to know that I'm okay. I know, I'm sure she's worried. Yeah, she was freaking out, dude. She was. Can, can we go? Will you, will you help me with that? We're going back to the tent? tent? How uh, far is that? It's like a half day's walk. I like that. Mm -hmm. What's that? Short rest. It's like, yeah, it's afternoon. Because you guys were fighting that thing. Oh, so if we go, if we go, we might be able to make it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's try. dead, but there's no guarantee there are no more golems coming. Okay, so do you want a short rest? Yeah, I guess. How much do What does a short rest short? give you? Um, this That's is hit dice. hit dice. Yeah. So, did everybody have their hit dice written down? Yep. Uh, what do you roll? Yeah, you get 1d8. Fucking sucks. <gasps> you only get 1d8? Yeah, she's yes. not a fighter. How would I know what dice I roll? I roll, I roll a seven. d6. Uh, Ali, I think you roll a d8. I would say, it's, I think it's a d8 too. Oh, let's, I can okay. tell you. Hang on, what class are you? She's a rogue. It's a d8. I did two and I got nine. Very good. Yeah, I'm feeling like I'm at 50%. So you guys are headed back after your short rest toward the canvas tent, and you see no signs of any golem on your way back at all. And a few vultures fly overhead, but Cal chases them down like a child chasing seagulls. So none of I try them... to get to know Cal on the walk. I'm like, what's your fucking deal, girl? What's up? He says, I'm a dwarf, and I'm a fighter. I'm picturing Melissa McCarthy. 
Are you? Oh my no, god! Honestly, for the movie deal, it's Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, but four feet tall. Like buff, yeah, yeah like fucking like like CGI shrunk Melissa McCarthy. That's right. pretty funny. Like hobbited Melissa McCarthy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I like that. And she is still carrying this comedically large hammer. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, hey, Cal, where'd you find your hammer? Well, I made it. No, I meant where did you find it? You lost it. Oh shit! Oh Laundry? man! You know how like we haven't excavated the whole temple and shit. Well, yeah. they borrowed it to excavate and didn't tell me. Oh, so gosh. they took it. Oh, the fucking excavation. I it's mentally just... note that her, like, pretty mild reaction to someone taking her hammer without telling her. Well, this is that. the second time you've seen her react to someone taking her hammer without telling her. Oh, yeah. But it seems like all is forgiven. I'm like, I could probably get away with that. Uh, you don't know. You haven't seen the temple. <laughs> and she says, well, actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. You know what I call it? Because did you see that little explosion trick that I did? Oh, yeah, girl. I call it the Kablammer. I love it. Hot. I love it. No Fenian notes. walks a little bit faster in front. <laughs> just like, please get me away from these people. <laughs> yeah. She's great. I love her. Okay. Personally. Yep. You guys uh, You guys make it there uh, as, as the sun is kind of setting. Kizan and Borif have set a fire. And Borif is outside the tent tending to it and... Um, cooking uh, something over it as you approach. and I the, patronize him super. I'm like, oh, are you cooking? Are you guys chilling? Are you relaxed? He he drops what he's holding when he sees you guys approaching and he sees Maurice on his feet and approaching. And he says he runs forward and, and grabs Maurice into a very long hug. Does he hold Aww. his necklace up to Maurice? <laughs> that was Kizan's. Oh, oh damn it. Cannon. Yeah, he holds him and hugs him, and, and they kind of like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah. And then um, and Borif says, thank you guys so much. I, I really can't tell you how much. I can't even begin to think of what you guys went through trying to trying to save Maurice here, uh, seeing that fucking thing come out of the ground. But come on, come on Maurice. Fonty's inside. She needs to see you. You're welcome. I'm eating. Is there a reward or something? I started eating his food. I think we just saved... What country are we in? Um, Fonty actually meets Maurice at the uh, flaps of the tent, and she comes rushing out and throws her arms around him, and he swirls her around in a big hug. Fonty kind of squeals with joy and, and checks him over, like, top to bottom to make sure he's really okay, and she kind of remarks at the bruises around his neck and is just, like, so teary-eyed and enjoy that he's okay, and... She runs over to you all and, and hugs you and shakes your hands and says, Thank you so much. I just, I'm so grateful. You, you don't even understand. You brought him back to me. I, I can't even believe it. Thank you so much. And she says, Um, I don't have any money. Um, and she runs back into the tent. And then a few moments later, she runs back out and Melody, she hands to you a small round tin can about the size of a tuna can. Ooh, is there weed in here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's a half-elf, all right. <laughs> oh, man. She says, um, no, no substances in there, but when you pull the tab, you won't need to make camp because it's a tent in a can. Oh, oh, I love it. Hot, thank you. It's great, yeah. Um. I'm like, uh, if you guys want to reward us, you could tell me what is up with my magic gauntlet that I just won in that fight we just fought. That's they all look at the gauntlet and just nothing. Nothing at all. It's not magic. It was The guy was holding it. They're, they're archaeologists, they... Just look at things, and none of them really have any magic abilities. I reach my hand out over the gauntlet, and I got nothing. I don't, I don't know those spells. I don't know that. No, I was just like, oh. 
Yeah, I don't fucking know. Can you do it? <laughs> well, I don't. I can't do one. But do I recognize do... it from my studies? Yeah. None you of you have ever seen anything. Arcana check or a no? I magic check. You or... can do. You can do an investigation check on it. Like you can search. Can it. I do Arcana? Arcana. Yeah. Because it is right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. It's an eight. Oh shit! You don't know nothing. But looking at it a little closer, you all. This is the first time you all are kind of like inspecting this gauntlet. It is a bronze gauntlet. Love it. it is inscribed with lots of weird like symbols and designs and things. It mostly just looks very like um, you know earthen. It is inset with amber and garnet stones, fancily, very nice. It's it it looks ancient, quite is it like ancient. A, like a different color stone on each knuckle and then. <sighs> no, it's not like that. Um, and on the back of the hand, the very center of the back of the hand, there is a sort of intricate triangular okay. symbol. Um, is that the symbol that was on the creature's head? Different Did I see symbol. The different. Okay. Clues. That's it. that's it. Clues. Okay. Well. Put it on. Don't put it on. Ask I'm the creature's not. Hands in it. Stop. Put it on. I'm like you. Put it on. Okay. You as you take a gauntlet from his hand and you try to fit your hand into it and as the tips of your fingers approach the wrist of the hand, it shrinks down to half the size of your hand. Oh man, my that's, hands are too big. That's some cool magic. I try. Portia, you take the gauntlet and you go to fit your hand inside and you fit your hand inside. And it shri- it actually expands. I dropped to my knees. <laughs> it expands to the size of your hand. To fit your hand. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, okay. Why did we come here again? Were we supposed to find a... Oh, so... Um, to fix the we pallets had, of... Right. We had no later. mission. Fonty finishes thanking you, and she explains the can a little bit more to you, and Cal turns to you, and she says, So, dude, this was so great. So listen, I'm really glad that I was able to, like, you know, help you out with that battle and all. It was awesome, and I had a lot of fun, and my kablammer got to work out. But, uh, I actually came to find you, because, um, there was a bit of a mix-up. I guess we thought we gave you everything we needed to give you, and we didn't, so... Yeah, no shit! I'm here to, like, fully bring you back to the temple. Uh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this has really put a damper on joining your weird organization. I know, I know. Listen, Morgana feels, like, super bad about it. We were just, like, really overwhelmed already with, like all of these investigations and stuff, and then you guys arrived, and then more intel came in, and, you know, we just had to make a move. And obviously it was a good thing we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you need to work on your organization. I'm well, not going to lie. All right, okay. P plus no take right it. Now. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Are you ready to go? Yes. Yeah, I guess. All right. She leads you back over to the um, the crested hill on like, the other side. This is sketchy to me. I'm sketched. Okay, I'm going along. Okay, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm silently going along. I'm literally just looking at the thing on my hand. Just in panic. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Portia's just, like, afraid of her own <laughs> Um, she leads you over to the mandala that was sketched into the ground, and it's kind of, the wind has blown it away a little bit. She's like, oh, god damn it. She takes this, the blunt end of her hammer, and she kind of, like, fills in the gaps and, like, redraws it into the ground, and then she pulls a golden glove, slips it on, and says, everybody take my hand. Portia immediately holds it. Cool, sick. Fetty, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely also daintily. Mm. Okay, everybody's got their hands in, and she says, All right, let's go home! And you guys, the world pixelates. (laughs) Yay, the world, don't hold your breath. The world pixelates, um, and as it rises, so too does it fall back to the ground, and you are 
now in the courtyard, but it is dark and lit only by oil lanterns on the walls. So, like, do we have to talk to Morgana right away, or can we go to our dorm and, like, fucking sleep for uh, I'm going to bit. talk to her about this thing on my arm. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Um, so actually... <laughs> well, have you tried taking it off? Have you tried just, like, bloop? No, because I kind of like that it's on. <laughs> you guys You're are like, all paying yeah, attention to You're me. anticipating <laughs> a lot of attention. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Yo, you guys, like, come on. Hey. I just walk over and, like, Does it count my steps? <laughs> That's what the number in the back yeah. is. It does, but all your friends use the Fitbit app and it only does the Apple oh. app. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I've walked like 30 steps. So yeah, you guys arrive at the temple, you go through the courtyard and into the temple, and as you arrive, you can see Morgana is pacing back and forth, and the second she sees you, she rushes over to greet you. And she just checks you over, and she says, Oh my goodness, I'm so glad that Cal was able to find you. I oh. give her a big hug. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my god. I was uh, so worried about you. You yeah. were? Yeah, I'll bet. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, that's never happened before. I was so overwhelmed, and you seemed so ready, and I just... Uh. Uh, and she um, she's kind of like stops and sifts through her pockets, and she holds out two stones, and she says, I meant to send you with these. We would have been able to communicate and send someone to get you at any moment. I'm so sorry. Aww. You I really hate these people. The on that one. <laughs> so much. I hate them. They're just like stuff like yeah, and they have they're yeah they're they're like round kind of like river stones, and they have the etching of the preservationist symbol on it. I'm gonna make mine into a medallion. You can't do that. Do we all have one? No, there's the, two yeah, there's for two, the four okay. of you to share. And they oh. only they only go out to other preservationists. Yeah. So like if you wanted to talk to each other, you could, but you'd have to be far away. Can I grab one and I speak into it and it does that squeak like when you're talking into an intercom and it's a little bit too close to the microphone? Yeah, it does do that. We're back, idiots! <laughs> you see like three people <laughs> You see like three people walking down at the other end of the temple, like ah! they like wince and they like pull their stones out from under their hoods. Yeah. You guys kinda deserve that. <laughs> Morgana says, I'm so sorry that I sent you with so little information, but Cal brought you back so soon. How, how did things go? Did did you manage to find anything? Yeah, we fucking did it, bro. We're super good at adventuring, what? like you said, so, you know. What, what happened? Very that. We done killed a big-ass golem and found this magic gauntlet. You found a gauntlet? Spear and magic helm, yeah. Uh, you, you best bring that to Olinfair right away so he can he can see if it's got magic properties or anything to do with the Keeper's Key, please. Shuffle that off to Olinfair before. If you want to visit one of our healers, I think there's there's one in in the dining hall finishing her dinner, if you'd like. I'm sure she'd love to help. And then, if you'd like to take a long rest, you more than deserve it. I'll get the details from Cal and the rest from you later. Okay. I put on my sleeping mask and... <laughs> and then you walk blindfolded yes. all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> She's bumping okay. into shit. Melody all puts on her sleeping mask and then casts sleep on herself and just like falls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Love to the, the artifice. Courtyard. Are you coming? Heck yeah. Well, yeah. Are you going straight to bed? Are you guys coming to the artifice or no? I want some. I want answers. to go check out the library actually. That's I'm... it. That's the same. That's what he's oh, talking about. Oh, artificer. Is he a librarian oh, oh. or an artificer? He's well. He's he's. I... He's not an artificer, but no. he's the guy that she said. And he's about. the master of arcane arts. So okay. he does. He will oh, be able to, okay. to do some I'm research. Oh, okay. I'm going to the same place. I'm all right. I put my sleep vest back up, and I'm like, oh, I fine. have FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
so she she uh, apologizes again to you as you kind of walk away and and you can <laughs> Portia, you look behind you at, at her as you walk away and Cal is like standing there smiling and Morgana just kind of like crumbles into <laughs> tears and Cal pats her and, and kind of Aww. comforts her. Aww, she um, cares. I cast message at Morgana, just like, oh my god, it's fine, don't worry about it, we're fine. She says, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, you guys go to the far end of the temple, to the right side of the altar, uh, through the sun garden. Um, Genji is there, gardening, as per uh, usual. Yeah. It, it is late at night, so there's no sun coming in through the uh, sunroof. And in this darkness, lit only by oil lamps, you enter and the room is illuminated green and pink? What? What? <laughs> Crazy! Genji is in the corner, gardening. He is tending to a mushroom patch. A glowing mushroom patch. I eat it. Mm. Don't eat it. I give him a knowing nod. I'm like, from one nature man to another, I'm like... He says, welcome back, you guys. It's so good to see you. Hello. It's great. Oh, goodness. Look at this thing on my wrist. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I know. That's cool. Okay, so you guys get to the end of the hall, and you push open the little door inside the big door, as per usual. And you enter this spiral of bookcases. Sick. Yeah, I'm looking cool. for that smart man. Calling out for Olin Fair. Olin Fair! You you have to go through, all the way through the spiral to the center of the library where the, the half moon shaped desk is. And uh, you're calling for Olin Fair the whole way through, and he's nowhere to be seen. And then from around a corner, he appears holding a book and looking at you over half moon spectacles. What a cool fucking guy. And he guy. says, Hello! How were your travels? I say, I love you. Very long. Strange. Tough. I'm so tired. Great. What have you brought me? The oh, magic. I just like hold her arm forward. Help me. He he, <laughs> he pulls his glasses up to his eyes and he looks at it down the bridge of his nose. And he says, well, give it here. I'll, I'll need to see it closer in order to inspect it better. I put my hand right up to his face. He puts both hands around your hand and he pulls the glove off your hand. Ha! I'm like, that's mine. He says, no, wait, give it back. Well, I liked it. you're a preservationist now. Get used to it. He sets it down on a pedestal on his t on his work table, and he's kind of like turning it and looking at it, and he turns it over and looks inside, and he puts it back down, and he kind of like hums to himself, and then walks away around a bookshelf and comes back moments later with a big tome. And he sets the tome down on the table, and he's like humming to himself, and he's like, mm, some weeds in here, and Maybe it's a. I look at Porsche. I'm like, get a lot of this guy. <laughs> and he, uh, he, he shuffles through the pages over and over again, and he's kind of getting like a little more desperate. He runs off and finds another book and brings it, and is shuffling through that, and he's just very confused. He says, I, 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 I don't recognize this anywhere. It's not like any gondola I've ever seen before. Wow. I tell him what happened. I'm like, yeah, well, that makes sense because it apparently reanimated this charred black magic corpse that used it to choke this guy we met and then formed this giant magnet golem. And I tell him the whole thing. Like, you know, you give him all the details. Yeah, okay. Um, he's going to cast detect magic on this thing. I'm basically just like, I'm kind of like impatient because i'm being like is it cursed is it did we is it gonna blow up is it he, gonna kill us so he tech he casts detect magic on it and he says well it's obviously obviously got some sort of magic aura but 
I just can't detect what kind. It's not like any I've ever seen before. I I'm going to need more time with this. Just leave it with me and, and I'll, I'll give you more details later, please. I need much more time investigating this one. I say no. He's snatch it out of his hand. Put it back on my wrist. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he... Just kidding, I did not do that. Okay, alright. He says, I I'm so sorry. I'm just stumped. I look a little sad, but I'm like, okay. You're a lot of apologies today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still have the thing on the eye mask on you. <laughs> what does it I'm say? Like, I'm like hesitant. It's just a princess. Yeah. <laughs> night bitch. Yeah, night bitch. Oh, yeah, yes. it just says. Yeah. Night bitch. <laughs> like, he says. Pink with like glittery pink. Yeah. Night bitch. In elvish. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my god. He says, I'm, I assure you it'll be perfectly safe here. I have a safe where I keep all of our artifacts that we found in the field, and I'll keep it in there and, and, and do my research intermittently. I'll, I'll let you know as soon as I find more on it. I'm Thanks. like, well, if it turns you into a giant scary golem... Let me know. I can't promise we'll pull you out of there alive, bro, so be careful. All right. Noted. Thank you. And he, uh, he, he, goes, <laughs> he goes back to, like, sifting through books and, and bringing books over to the table and just kind of, like... All around having a bad time with this. All right. Do we want to get healed, or do we just want to yeah. take a nap? Well, if we go oh, to no. sleep, we're doing the long rest. Okay. Yeah. I think long, we're all long rest. a little messed up. All right. like, I'm oh, also, what happened to? Uh, did we just kind of walk away from the archaeologists out there? I feel like we didn't really say. <laughs> they thanked you. Oh, okay, okay. Oh yeah, uh, Melody. Let me read you the tent in a can. Oh, cool. By yes. the way. Aside from the kablammer, my favorite magic item I've created is, in fact, the tent in a can. It is a magic tent that stores itself inside a tin can the size of a can of tuna and can magically rebuild itself if the tab is pulled. You know, it's got, like, one of those, like... Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, the can weighs six ounces with the tent inside. It is a 10 by 10 by 10 canvas tent with a pitched ceiling. There are, wow, that's a fancy-ass tent. There are two cots and a small table that set themselves up inside. Not my tent in a can. It requires a 10 by 10 by 10 clear area in order to set up, and the walls are magically sealed so no one can overhear or see through them. Ooh. However the inside is left when it is restored into the can is how it will appear when it reopens. Ooh. So you can, like, leave things out of the dimension! But any living being inside it when it is compressed will begin to suffocate after 30 seconds inside the can. That's just not a pocket dimension for people. It's a pocket dimension for other things. <laughs> for my books! For, for my, for my, for my fun hams! For my... <laughs> I have to think about what I had in life. Is there, there, is there like a, a series arc about? So can we open this hands? as many times as we want? Yes. Yeah. As long as we have a ten by ten area. Yep. As long All as right. you, as long as you have a clearing. How do you get can back I... in the ten can? What do you mean? How do you get it back in the can? Oh, um, that's the hard part. Yeah. You have to fold it really specifically. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just you just it takes us like an hour. <laughs> so to totally. put it back in the can, <laughs> you all exit and put the can open in the doorway, like the opening to the oh, tent. Okay. Can I just fill this shit with some supplies while we're here? Like some food Ooh, and stuff? Yeah, I want to do it now. Yeah. yeah. After we sleep. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to sleep first. All right. I nap. Boom, boom, so good. Boom, boom. Uh, yeah, I sleep on top. I take a sleep Rock. pill and just... How is, what is the rooming situation like? What's yeah. Oh, I never should. Yeah, sure yeah boys yes. and girls. Okay, yeah. No one's going to be mad if I just let Terry fly on up and sleep in a stalactite in the middle. No, room. yeah, Terry is free to roam the temple. Everybody knows that he's yours. As soon as Melody and I are alone, I, I'm like, I'm so sorry Otto was, like, checking out Cal Green. Like, you're so much prettier than... <laughs> 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 I say I'm not threatened. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is there some like auto melody shit going on? Ooh. Is there? Is it's, there it's mostly a won't they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly a will no, they? It won't they? Yeah. No, I don't have a bedtime ritual. I sleep with a with with the sword clutched to your chest. When I open it. Fenian reads before night, but before bed. Cute. But he always reads stupid shit that has no bearing on anything. Like memes. Oh, yeah, like literally. Yes. Like, like pulp so it's novels. Like, do you know when you're sitting in bed like scrolling through Twitter? That's what he does, but it's a book. <laughs> that's what I was gonna like, say. <laughs> I'm like reluctantly like, what you reading? Oh, that's cool. If you want to read it out loud, that is fine. If it helps exactly. you, if you feel like it, that's fine. Can Otto read? I oh! read the book. Yeah, last session I read. Fenian read evidently reads book. Otto to bed. Oh, grudgingly, so begrudgingly, oh, but like I do it. Yeah. Oh, and he falls asleep so gently. I try way too hard to bond with Melody, and she's too nice to sing. <laughs> oh my god, I love us. No, I'm like, Portia, let's sneak down to the kitchen and get snacks. Yeah, snacks. <laughs> they do a lot of snacks. Melody secretly likes me. <laughs> secretly. Yeah. Aww. I'm open about it. Aww. She likes like, your, your, your weird vibe. <laughs> As a bard would. <laughs> Melody, I get really high. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Dab. Great. Nice. So everybody has their nice cozy nighttime. You're all tucked into your warm little beds. The rooms are actually not that bad. Um, they are stone, but they're you can tell that they're the remnants of like the most civil part of the temple, aside from the library, obviously. You each get like much bigger, not much, but like bigger than a college dorm room sized room with two beds in it. Um, and a wooden wardrobe and a small nightstand. And there is an oil lamp on the nightstand in each room and your preservationist robes have been delivered to your wardrobes while you were away. Oh, we're supposed to wear those when we're... Yes, there is also a bag of holding in either wardrobe. We get a bag of holding? Yep. Oh, bitch. A bag of They're green. They're like a rare kind of bag that can hold like a lot of shit oh. and it never gets heavier or bigger. Yeah, that's sick. So, the, so two of you have bags of holding now. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, not Who's all got... four of you. There's a bag of holding Fetty, in either. Boys Melody, do you want it? Sure, I'll take it. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, cute. So the night has ended, and you guys are sleeping. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna get halfway to the <laughs> library to see what's up with this magic glove, but then I'm gonna think to myself, it would really piss the librarian off if I was eating <laughs> around his books. So I go to the dining hall first, I get like a crummy, oh like, croissant sandwich. <laughs> You know, like you're a just greasy. gonna like make up the fantasy food that I was gonna give you. <laughs> you're gonna dictate the All right, fantasy okay. food. How dare you? I get you? that good, good McGriddle. Yeah, I take yeah, it. I, I was gonna say I like a bagel. request a bacon, egg, and cheese. For sure, a bacon, egg, and cheese. Um, yeah. If you guys arrive, I'm sure all separately to the the dining hall. Early riser. Yeah, but you you kind of all wander in within the same amount of time. Do we have our own lunch table? You can. Yeah, there's plenty of tables <gasps> oh, in there. Guys, so they, like, they seat we're eight to ten. Now. <laughs> so you guys would be to one side of a long table. Each table seats about eight to ten. They have benches Sounds on the like side. Sounds like nerds in middle school. What's the spread? So uh, Alma is cooking away, singing herself a jaunty Scottish tune back there. And, you know, just the clanging and clattering of pots and pans that seem impossibly unnecessary for this style of cooking. <laughs> There's kind of like a big open section of the wall where you can see into the kitchen where she's cooking. Oh, okay. um, separate from the door that you walked through the eater the first time. And on that ledge, she has set out kind of buffet style food with Ooh. plates at the end. And there are rolls of bread, 
There is a stack of slices of ham. There is a big bowl of eggs scrambled. And there are a bunch of cooked greens. Kind of fucking, this is straight up easy. I'm gonna open a roll and then make a breakfast sandwich on my way down. Ham and egg and greens. Oh, that's nice. And it's it's like a flaky, like crummy bread, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm gonna leave a trail of crumbs as I walk to the library and just <laughs> crumb my way through there. Nice. And there is a big, a big keg uh, a tankard of, of spring water. I wish we had fantasy coffee. Roll for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are at your own lunch table. Where... I think it's right in the middle so that everybody yeah. can see us. Yeah. We know we're the big, we we're are the, the like big the men top on the You think so? Are we? Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> You've yes, been on one mission and you haven't met anyone. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. We <laughs> know where the big are. A lot of we people are like, charge. And you're like still in your pajamas and everybody else is in their green rooms. <laughs> As people walk I by, I think all four of us are like, no autographs. No, please I, keep moving. I, know, like, fuck? I thought the robes were pajamas. <laughs> like, you warriors to bed they're and the whole really thing changed out of them. It has, yeah, it has like a little piece like thing and it's slightly askew. <laughs> oh. We get kicked out. Ben is fully still in his pajamas. <laughs> Oh, also, I have a giant pterodactyl eating off of my plate. I enjoy a nice breakfast. That is nice. Yeah, as you guys are eating and kind of finishing up, Cal and uh, Morgana walk over and, and join you at your table on one side. And Morgana says, good morning. I hope you all rested well and are back to your fully fledged selves. We are. Yeah. Great. Did you, were you able to talk to Olin Fair last night before bed, or yeah. did you yeah, say that? Yeah, we gave him the gauntlet. He said he was gonna get back to us. Oh, good. So he's working on that. gauntlet. Great. Awesome. Again, so sorry about the mix-up. Feel really bad. I hope you found everything I left for you in your rooms. Obviously, Otto, you found your robe. Mm. Um, I also left you a bag of holding each. This oh, yes, is... I got that. Got Great. It. Awesome. This is something I thought that m might help you on your journey. And we're gonna, babe, you can stop apologizing. Okay. It's okay. Oh, I'm, thank you. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm, thank you. Well, no news on anything on the forefront, so you have a day. Ooh. So, vacation. enjoy the temple. Um, feel free to wander. There is a newly excavated area. When you leave the dining hall here, just to the left, there's a newly excavated area over there. I think one of our outsourced preservationists may have set up a small wares shop in there. Feel free to check it out, I'm not sure. I hardly travel over there, but um, I'll be around, and oh, I'm so like, will Cal. I'm like kind of rudely like, yeah, it'd be nice to check out the wear shop, but we didn't really get any money for that giant golem that we killed. My goodness! So. Oh my goodness! You're right. I'm so sorry. Hold on. And she um, stands straight up and kind of like knocks a plate or two as she stands, <laughs> and she jogs out of the room. And Cal says, "You did the sandwich, huh?" <laughs> I, I like, she like nods approvingly at you. I like cheers the sandwich out of you. Yeah. And she cheers this with you. <laughs> I'm you, in love with her. You guys. <laughs> You guys are laughing and joking, and um, Morgana comes running back into the room, and she says, Here, oh, thank you for reminding me. Um, this is 800 gold pieces. Oh, I, I, uh, I hope that will suffice. Uh, 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 well, I mean, uh, 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 we could use some hazard pay, but I guess it's a good start. <laughs> are we going to haggle right now on our first You I almost died. We all almost died. I will haggle for whatever I can I get. I get death save. So she, she says, I really, I hope that this is enough for you all. I, I, I just can't apologize enough. We good. Okay. Um, you guys did level up. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow. You're level oh, seven. Six. 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 Okay. Unless you're <laughs> I was going to give you two, but if you want to be six, oh. that's fine. If you oh. want to give us two, I'll be not That was fucking hard, no? Okay. 
Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. That's right. I'm here in the middle of the episode this time. I just wanted to say my usual thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast. If you've got anything to say about the show, of course, post it with the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast. I'm really looking forward to seeing what everyone has to say about the show, your future theories. And like I said last week, if you have suggestions and submissions of magic items that you'd like to see in the shops that our adventurers shop at, um, please email those to AttemptedAdventureCast at gmail.com. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of those. And whether or not you listen on there, please uh, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really will help boost the show. I'm still not doing anything to pay for advertising, so that would really help, especially if you are able to share it with your friends and family who you know might like our sense of humor and just D&D podcasts in general, whether they know the game or not. So I'll get out of your hair now and let you get back to the story. And thank you, as always, for listening. You guys all splitting up and doing your own thing? Does anyone want to go check on the gauntlet? With I will go. With I, you to I check want to the go. Gauntlet. Okay. Are you guys all going to check on the gauntlet? Yeah. I'm cool. Checking. So yeah, you guys. Um, you notice that the temple is a lot busier around this time of day. There are a lot more people here than you than you had seen before because you were here so early in the morning and so late at night the last two times. And you are walking through the temple and you see people bustling in and out. You see people going in and out of the courtyard. You reach the end of the temple and take a right at the altar, and you go down the sun garden. Genji is not in there today, but his plants are doing lively. Aww. And hey. the door to the library is already open. You go through it, and you wander through. There are uh, younger people in robes bustling past here and there with books and artifacts and things, and they say, hail and well met, as you walk by, and you reach the center, and Olin Fair is sitting at his desk, surrounded by piles of books. Oh, no. Is he stressed? He, his hair is a mess. Oh, he yeah. He has not slept. He's got dark circles yes. under his yes. eyes. Yes, his, good. His robes are askew. He's just, he looks up and he says, Oh, God. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, Oh. Well, would you like the help of one academic to another? Uh, anything you can lend, friend, please, God. Okay. I was hoping you'd say no, but sure, okay. Did you uh, did, did you write down the symbol that was on that guy's head? No, I we I didn't see it long enough to know it. Oh. There was a symbol on a man's head. Yes. Let me let me give you a rundown. You guys go what you gotta do. You spend the day with him, yeah, talking so. him through it. Okay. We'll, Helping him. Yeah, we'll come back to that if you guys wanna unless you wanna stay. Well, he's got the money. So I I kind of feel like I'm interested. I want to hang out Okay. for that. Yeah, you give him a rundown. Um, you tell him about the creature with the symbol on his forehead, but that you couldn't make it out. Didn't seem like the same symbol. I cut in bragging about how badass I was during the fight. Okay, yeah. He um, loves that. It's his favorite part of the story. <laughs> and he, he like is jotting down notes as you talk, and he's kind of like, yes, th- I, I do. This gives me a little bit more to research. There are a few more books I could look through, I think, and and maybe some scrolls, too. I mean, you know, we haven't fully transcribed the whole library yet, so maybe something will come up in our our investigation. Thank you for this. I really think it might help. Thank you. You're welcome. That's about all you're going to get from him, because he goes right back to his books. Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, To the store. You guys go to the store. It's on, like Morgana said... If you were coming out of the dining hall, it is directly to the left. I think it's T3 on your map. Um, so that is newly excavated. They're still kind of working on it and clearing it out. That's some of the people you see bustling through. They're bustling in 
with empty barrels and coming out with full barrels full of stone and dirt. And um, you enter and it is a very loud nightmare in here. There's people bustling <laughs> in and out, still trying to excavate it. And in the far corner that is already excavated and a little less rubbly, there is a table set up with like a, a tablecloth and like a small spread of wares. Hmm. And a, a being in a green cloak uh, has his back to you and he's kind of like sorting through some boxes and things. Hail and well met! He turns around and he says, well, hello. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Never mind, goodbye. Nope, goodbye. No, I'm just joshing you. He drops his hood, and he is a white and purple lizard man. Ooh. What up? <laughs> he says, hello, my name is Sisbiv. 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 <laughs> and I sell my wells. Welcome to my shop. I try so hard not to laugh, but I can't help it a little. Okay, come to my shop. He is like, he's he's doing that lizard thing where like, he stands really still, and then he does a lot of like, really fast, really scary movements. Oh my god. And then he stops. Wow. And he like, does that with like, his like, long draws, and then when he talks really fast, he does that thing. Wow. Yes. Super on point. I love him. Yes. He's my new favorite character. See his babe. I pretend like I'm not afraid of him, but I really back into Melody. <laughs> he's, 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 you're looking at him straight on directly. His eyes go in different directions. And he's just kind of making this face. Uh, a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare. He, you look at his table, he doesn't really have much there. I'm like expecting preferential treatment because we're both like scaly humanoids. He's here. got like 20 feet of rope. He's got a small like pickaxe. There's like a journal and like a small satchel. Hey, he doesn't have him. Yeah. Your shop is the worst. Well, that's not a nice thing to say. To what? Me. This is it? <laughs> Where's the good stuff? Where is the oh, good stuff? Oh, golly, you want to see the good stuff. Well, <laughs> I'm so scared I want to leave. Fucking He's like back against the wall. He like reaches his arm up to the stone and just kind of like slaps it. And then he like grabs at it like it's a curtain. And he says, whoop, there you go, and closes it again. And, and as he pulls it open, he actually pulls the stone open like a curtain and opens a gate, a magical gate, into another store. And you can see wondrous items in there. And then he closes it just as fast. And he says, there's a good stuff. You've seen it. Would you okay. like to get in? Yes. Well, we want to buy it. Oh, you can't buy the whole thing. Well, well, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why does this feel like I've seen this character on SNL? Are you Kate McKinnon? Says babe. He says his own name like a Pokemon. He's so proud of himself. Guys, I have bad vibes from this dude. I have bad vibes from the whole organization at this Isn't point. He, Jesus. He, he's a lizard man too, so I'm picturing with like a forked tongue. Like, Ew. Says babe. Well, listen. I'll give you this much. I can't let you in. But tell me what you might be looking for. Do you have a... And I'll see if I can find it. Do you have a war hammer? Ooh, give me a minute. And he opens the curtain, slips through it backwards, making full eye contact, <laughs> and closes it behind him. He can't make full eye contact. He has his <laughs> lizard eyes going up. Only one eye contact. Yeah, it's like, it's like trying to make contact. eye contact with Pennywise. Uh, he comes back, and he's got his hands behind his back. As he enters, he holds out to you in both hands like a green patina war hammer. 
And he says, 20 gold. Can I have it? Matt, how much money do we have? We have like 989 gold pieces. I vote you guys can have whatever you want. Oh, thanks, business dad. Aww. You're welcome. I, I nudged Matt like, give him the money. <laughs> <laughs> dad, give him the money. Yeah. And I dropped 10 gold pieces into Sisbeth's hand. Whoa! 20. You said 20. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't even Whoa. try to haggle with him because we're too afraid. We have so much money. Know, it's fine. Right? Are you magic swords? Oh, let me check. <laughs> he opens the curtain and disappears or, behind it again. Or any light weapons. I yell. I yell. Uh, yeah, he, he comes back through the curtain and he, he kind of like quickly brandishes two hands and either hand has a small handheld sickle in them. Sickle? Sickles. Two sickles. I'll pass on the sickles. Okay, no sickles. What do you got for Two armor? Sickles, no armor. No armor. No. None? Uh, no armor. No capes. <laughs> Any <laughs> instruments? Wait, mm. get this girl a shield. Oh, shield. mm. shields are new. You need something mm. to raise that AC up, you know? Yeah. So it takes... A much longer for him to come back this time and then the curtain opens up again and he appears and he he his arms are totally full and on the table down in front of you clatters a shield a copper shield and a pair of boots and a set of leather studded leather armor and he says found armor how Ew. much is the armor armor 50 gold yeah, she needs that. Can I wear the armor? Is it too heavy for me? 13 pounds. 13 pounds? I it's it's that, a right? set of studded leather armor, so that'll be 12 plus your dex modifier. I don't know how much better that is. Uh, My dex modifier is minus two. Oh, so that's going to be 10. Is it better than your other armor? You have a current AC of t 10. I have a current AC of oh, 10. Oh, so it won't be much better. The shield adds to the AC, though, right? As long as you're holding it? There's a so the shield would add plus two to your armor class, but you would have to carry it around. Yeah, I don't know about that, though. So then he also- I can't carry a lot of stuff. Oh. He also Here's on the, the table, oh. he plops down, um, he plops down a breastplate, a shining breastplate. For 50 gold. Whoa, my man. I say, for me? Yes. <laughs> Aww. Well, the shield would bump you from 10 to 12. Yeah, mm. it'd be way cheaper. Yeah. How much Can is I the put shield? that in my bag of holding? Yeah, but if you get ambushed or attacked by surprise, you're not. You're, it's not gonna help your AC. Like you have to be holding it. You have to be battle. holding. Mm. All right, I'll take the shield. Okay. How much was that? Fifteen. Fifteen. Money, please. Huh? Anybody else want anything? Um, okay. How about this? Do you have any magic weapons, specifically like elemental damage weapons? Because it turns out that slashing and bludgeoning and piercing are not always all that good. We got something like a thunder sword or like a fire blade. I'm over explaining. He looks, he gives me that that look, I assume. Okay. He like doesn't even say anything and he just kind of like slips back into the thing. I hate that guy. I hate this guy. He peeks his head out and says, see it's Ah! And then he goes, he heard us. So like, you got any flutes? Um, he comes back, arms empty and he says, Nada. Right. I'm a sorcerer. Okay. I like doing some fun stuff with magic. All right, sexy. 
Thank you. Alright, ah. right, I think me and Sisbib are hitting it off. Go away. <laughs> I do. Give me I some do. Privacy. <laughs> I tell you, you can do better. And then walk, walk away. Thank you. He sticks his tongue out. Oh, he and just holds it there. It's Ew! Just, it's just there. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm less comfortable now. Um, I'm looking just for like that good, good magic-based item. Kush? Oh, I'm sorry. Kush too, if you got it. What magic item are you looking for? God, I don't know. Just give me something. I'm wearing a cloak that I can change at will. That's really fun. Oh, yeah, that's so I'm looking good. for something utility. Give me that wand of always striking things when I want to or whatever. Give me that wand of always does a hundred damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, where's that? That's a thing. I've seen that in books. I read books. He goes away into the thing. He comes out and he just holds out a stick. And it looks like it's been a little bit carved, but it looks like it was carved with a hand axe. Like, it's not great. It, one side is a little more, like, organically carved than the others, and the others are just kind of, like, stripped away to make a solid rod. And he says, this. <laughs> Good item. Cool. So to the naked eye, the untrained eye looks like a stick. Yeah. But to my eye, I know. What is it? <laughs> he says... Check it. And he holds, <laughs> it, he holds it out into the air above all of you, and he clicks a button on it, and then he lets go, and it stays there. And he, he like, touches it, and it doesn't move, and he's like, sis, <laughs> And he, like, smacks it, and it doesn't move, and he's like, sis, Immovable rod. Okay, sis, Thanks a bunch. All no right, thanks. Great. Right, okay, we're leaving, and we're never doing this again. Goodbye, sis, See you never. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. And Bye. the door closes behind us, just like, that was the worst. Not even trying to. There is it. no door, and he says, Sisby! <laughs> oh, bye, Sisbib! Goodbye! I hate that guy. One of the most disturbing things about Sisbib to me is that every other NPC, when we talk shit about them, it hurts their feelings in a way that really hurts, like, makes me feel bad, but he seems to, like, draw it on the chin from it. Yeah. Yep, that happened. Uh, you guys are in the temple now. It's like. It's like the rush hour out here. There's so you can see that on the other side of the temple, directly across from you, you can see that they're also starting to excavate another area. I want to go look at the harmony chamber door. Okay. Is anybody else gonna go with him, or are you guys kind of splitting up here? Uh, yeah, I'll check that out. Oh, all right. okay. All right. <laughs> We're such an easygoing group. Yeah, I'll go do that. Um. Yeah. So you guys enter the moon garden again, and it's a long corridor, about the same length as the sun garden, and it's dark in here only lit from the water below. It's not quite the same glowing as the uh, mushroom garden that Genji was tending to. And actually, as you enter, Genji is in there, Ooh. standing in the center of the stepping stone path, just kind of arms crossed, looking down into the water. Genji. Kind of scratching his head, and he says, Oh, hey, guys. How, how's it going? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for asking. What are you up to? We're gonna go look at the door. Oh, I highly recommend it. What are you doing? I'm trying to figure out what the hell's glowing down there. What? Well, you see, I'm farming these mushrooms, right? Because yeah. I figure maybe something grows in this godforsaken place that, that freaking glows like this, right? And every mushroom I grow doesn't glow like this. It's a different glow. And I can't figure it out. Is the mushroom under the water? You, you can't see what's making the water glow. You can only see that far down something is glowing, and it's a different type of glow. Well, that's fucking crazy. I okay. know. You would think it would be a mushroom. 
I mean, not lately, but sure. I feel like it's a bag of watermelon Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) What the hell? Tell me about that. (laughs) Well, those sound fun. When we look into the water, it's glowing. Yeah. Can we see how far down the bottom is? Well, not really. I mean, you can see, like, it, it kind of tapers in from where the walls end, and it's, like, it's craggy, almost like uh, tide pools, but it, it drops down drastically as it approaches the stepping stone path. And the stepping stone path, for all you can tell, it's just floating there. Well, time to explore a new game mechanic. And Fenny dives in. <laughs> you can't fit. It's only two feet wide, and most yeah. of it is, is uh, tide pool. You're just standing in a tide pool with your toes dipping down. Splashed into it. <laughs> Then where is the glowing coming from? From under the stepping stones. Ah. So, okay. And it's like, it kind of seems like it's shimmering a little bit, almost like something's moving down there, but like you can't tell because you just splashed in the water. He says, see now, what the hell's doing that? <laughs> Jamie, can you just... <laughs> Have you practiced all these voices? No, oh, sir. Okay. Sisbiv? Off the cuff. <laughs> um, okay, well, I didn't do anything helpful, so I'm going to leave. Goodbye. Okay, are you just walking past him yeah. to look at the door? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys approach the door, and it's there. What do you What do you want to you do? I just want to know, like, there's a symbol on Can it. Can you show me? Yeah, so, the four, there's, uh, it's like, hmm, how do I explain this? It's like four circles in a square, like a diamond shape, like top, bottom, left, right. And inside each of these circles is a symbol. And it's kind of like, you can kind of tell it's kind of depicting like earth, wind, fire, and air, yeah. and they're going in a cycle. And in the very center of that is a, a set out circle that that sets out of the door and has a hole in it that's the shape of the keeper's key. Is it shaped like a bronze gauntlet? No, sir. The symbols are kind of worn away so like there are bits and pieces missing you can't fully tell what they are or what they look like or one looks rocky one looks wet one looks breezy one looks hot i take a handful of water and like throw it on the water symbol it's wet i cast fire bolt on the fire symbol nothing happens i bang really hard on the door nothing happens i blow on the air symbol I take an arrow and shoot at it. Nothing happens. Your arrow snaps in half. Oh, fuck. You gotta mark one less arrow. How big is the actual space in the door? Like, what is the size of the key? Big. Oh, big? Like Porsche sized. Ooh. Porsche? You wanna get up in there? Put me in. You know I die. Alright, well, I guess there's nothing we can do here. Gotta get that key, I guess. Yep. Don't know where, how, or when. Alright, I'll go to... To the place that needs excavating. Okay. Auto the... leaves there. Okay. Uh, who's the last one in the chamber? Probably me. I'm still probably just standing there, but I give up eventually and leave. Make a perception check before you leave. <sighs> oh, you bitch. You know better than to ask me about the... Eleven. You hear something echoing off the walls, but you can't tell what it is. Spooky. Okay. Uh, Wait. you... What? You aren't there for that. No, I know. My roguish... Abilities don't help in this key door unlocking thing. You've never seen any lock like this. You wouldn't really know how to go about it at all in any way. Okay. You go to the newly excavating site. They haven't really gotten past like the hallway into the into the room yet. And Cal is there now. And they are... Hey girl. She's just like standing there with her arms crossed watching them like fully focused. And you approach and she says, Oh, hey guys. Is it, anyone, is it just me or is anyone going? Are you all there? I thought we were all going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all of you. What's up? None. How's the excavation? Oh, you know, uh, they asked me to borrow my hammer this time, and I said, sure, as long as I can watch. 
Gotta keep a close eye on that. So yeah, they're using my hammer, but they can't use the explosion, so the temple's safe. Goddamn, I love Cal. Oh god, I love you too, Melody. What? <laughs> Great. We only just met, but check us out. God damn. When we're talking about excavation, is this like it's just rocks. It's like gravel. yeah, they're just like moving like ruins and gravel, and like it's taking them a long time because they're trying to determine what is cave-in and what is part of the room that they're excavating to like kind of repiece together. Oh, so that's why like they're using hammer to get through big cave-ins, and then they're kind of like sifting through it and saving aside what they think is like carvings and things like that. So, yep, I help. Okay, that's what I do with the rest of my day off. Strength check, and we'll see how much you do with the rest of your day off. Seven plus two. You help a lot, and you know, you don't. They don't like make extraordinary progress just because you helped, but you do make some bonds with some of these pals. They trust you more. They like the story of the the adventure you just went on. Fucking folk hero, baby. Yeah. Also, I even, I'm gonna use the dull side of my axe as a hammer to help. Cool. They like that. They think it's it's nifty. Does anybody else have a little thing that they spend the rest of the day doing? Maybe I go keep old and fair company? Cute. I like that. I stand right next to Cal and help her guard her warhammer. <laughs> and just watch Otto work. You have a, like, 50 strength modifier. I just want to stand with Cal. Aw. You guys bond. She likes me? Yeah. Okay. She thinks you're funny. She thinks that your charisma yeah. is a joke. Like, she thinks, that, she thinks that you're being, like, really anti-charismatic as a joke. Oh. So she likes you a lot. But alas. Oh. I want to use the researcher feature. Okay. And all it is, is when you attempt to learn a piece of lore, if you do not know that information, you know where and from whom you can obtain it. Where can I learn about this gauntlet? Olinfair doesn't have a clue. The books aren't helping. It does say your DM might rule that the knowledge you seek is secreted away in an almost inaccessible place or that it simply cannot be found. You don't know where to find this information whatsoever. And the only person you can think to ask that you haven't asked yet is maybe Asian, but you haven't seen him all day. We haven't even met Asian yet. You have not met Asian yet. Yeah. All you know is that he was the big figure that Morgana was talking to when you first arrived. Oh, yeah. Oh. So wait, I have a question though, because in this, like with this Temple of Ludus stuff, he couldn't ask someone to be like, hey, I know some contacts that I think might help with the gauntlet. Can you send me back to such and such? Neverwinter. That's not his job. Oh. So they wouldn't be into it. No. It would take a lot of convincing for them to let him go, and even then, he they would probably make you take someone. Is that your day off? Yeah. It is. All right, cool. Otto, you're dusting off the dust, and the other workers are kind of clapping you on the back and thanking you for a hard day's work. Melody, you drag Olinfair out of the library and get him to come into the, into the dining hall for dinner. And, and tea. Yep, and T, Otto, you and all your all your new worker buddy friends are entering the dining hall for dinner. Fenian has spent all day holed up in his room reading books or something, trying to find anything to do with the gauntlet. You all at, simultaneously enter the dining hall for dinner and sit down. And, um, at our table. Oh, at yeah. your table. I curve my new friends. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not sitting with you. No, I, I sit over here. We kill the gauntlet. Oh, they're a little sad about that. Yeah, no, too bad. All right. Um, yeah, so you guys... Uh, Wine and dine me, baby. You guys sit down for dinner, um, and you're having a nice meal with Cal and Morgana and Olin Fair, and uh, Sizbiv sits in the corner eating by himself, staring at everybody under his hood. He does not want to eat with everybody, Sizbiv. Yeah. I, I look at Morgana, and I'm like, what's the fucking deal with Sizbiv? Who hired him? She says, I, I don't know. Oh, he it just slithered in. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> 
She was here before I arrived. Just don't make eye contact. I try not to. How can you avoid it? It's in all directions. <laughs> she just nods. She's like, yeah, dog. And you guys are enjoying your dinner. And Alma finishes cooking. She like fills out the buffet one last time and she comes out and sits with you and you guys are Aww, you guys are a few of the last people sitting. And as you are finishing your meal and, and it's kind of just like drinks and talk uh, around the table now, you hear someone calling out in the temple, which is strange because this is around the time when people have started kind of going to bed and not that many people are coming in and out. And you all go out to investigate. Out in the temple, the far end of the door into the courtyard is Penelope. Hey girl. And Penelope says, Morgana! Is Morgana here? And Morgana comes rushing out past you and she says, Penelope, what is it? And she says, ah, listen, I know that you told me not to do this anymore, but I just, I really, I just had to. You'll know when you meet him, please, God, please. And she, yes. <laughs> she opens the door. Oh my God. Oh my and she God. says, come on in. It's oh all right. God. You're safe now. Oh my God. And a small red-headed ah! boy. My son. Enters and the temple. And as he spots the four of you, he screams and says, Adventurers! Oh my god! <laughs> Your lifelong friend, Ander. My buddy! My son. He's here. And Thank he god. recognized you and was very excited to see you. I would have been really offended if he didn't recognize I us. I dapped him up. Oh, okay. The little fist bump action? Yeah. Little, little friend well, handshake? Like, it's a secret handshake and I act like he already knows it and he's like... <laughs> His hand just flops. <laughs> what? What is this? What are we doing? Um, Morgana has pulled... Penelope aside and they're kind of like arguing in hushed tones about Penelope bringing an orphan into the temple mm-hmm. and you are left standing with Cal and Ulma and Ander for the listener. I'm a great friend. I and- Ander is an NPC from the book who did not have any info written about him so I made him have a funny voice and they fell in love with him and now I'm stuck with him forever. Well, somebody's gotta be his parents. I guess it's us. The four of us are going to raise him? We're all parents now. <laughs> I didn't sign up for it, but nobody does. I'm, I presumptu- presumptuously, I'm like, you can sleep under Melody's bed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we got room for you here. Um, Cal already has her arm around his neck and is nuggying him, and he's kind Aww. of like blushing through it. Oh, My buddy. <laughs> Both of my buddies. He says, uh, adventurers. I, I can't believe you're here. Miss Penelope just, just picked me up off the street. Uh, Mr. Barton fired me because business wasn't going so well. I'm, oh my god. I just can't. I'm so glad to see you. I really, I thought I was never going to see you again. I throw my arms around him. He's Aww. a true millennial. He's Aww. a victim of the recession. <laughs> he leads into the hug. God. Oh, of course he does. He says, is this what you've been doing? You've been working for this underground group? Yeah, but it's hush, hush. Oh, obviously. Miss Penelope promised that I wasn't going to say anything because she wasn't going to let me, and it was kind of scary. You're safe now. I'm always safe with you. Oh. Does he get robes and everything? Oh, give him robes. Give him the tiny robes. Yes, but they're a little bit too big, so he's just, like, sweating. (laughs) He's constantly tripping. (laughs) It's like when you wear your dad's pants or something. It's so cute. (laughs) He's an imaginary boy. (laughs) Let us love him. Don't take this away. Penelope and Morgana kind of reach like a boiling point of their conversation and Morgana just sort of sighs and you hear her say, fine, Penelope, but this is the last time. And they come back over your conversation. Penelope kind of like puts her hands on Andrew's shoulders and she says, well, you're safe here for the night and I'll be back in the morning. I've got a bit more business to attend to. 
Morgana and Cal will help you get all settled in, and I will see you soon, I promise. And he says, okay, Miss Penelope. And um, Morgana kind of puts her sh hand on Cal's shoulder, and she says, come on, Cal, we'd better get a room sorted for him. And they uh, wander off into the dorms, and Alma says, I'm going to go back to my room as well. I think it's about time we all go to bed. All right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, bedtime. I'll go if to bed. I don't sleep, my dragon muscles will go into catabolic state, so I gotta... <laughs> you know? Oh my god. He's he, flexing. Uh, yeah. He's, like, flexing a lot, though. It's really uncomfortable. He's <laughs> um. <laughs> your roommate. <laughs> The temple is quiet and dark. A few preservationists wander calmly through the halls, keeping their footsteps light out of respect for their sleeping colleagues. Moonlight trickles in through the openings in the high ceilings of various rooms, and its illumination joins that of Genji's glowing mushroom patch in the sun garden. We see Fenian poring over ancient transcriptions alone in the library. We see the other three adventurers, fast asleep in their beds, getting a much-needed rest on this quiet night in their new home. Otto sleeps soundly, undisturbed by the light moving across the crack beneath his door. Portia and Melody, too, are not awakened as this light shifts down the hall and seeps beneath their door. It's not the warm light of a lantern that glows softly there. Nor is it the funny green or pink glow of the mushrooms in Genji's garden. It's something else entirely. Something unexplainable. And just as soon as it stops to linger at the door, does it retreat and cast away down the hall, away from the dorms. Its light recedes beneath bedroom doors, and rooms fall into still darkness once again. <laughs>